in last week's episode, I shared what went right and what went wrong when I did a live session and in-person ordering appointment in one day for over 70 of my peak performance coaching students in Nashville, Tennessee. This was during our two-day sales and social media summer camp. This week, I want to share with you the takeaways that my students had, and gosh, they might not be what you expect. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time? I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. It's funny because I've been running a profitable photography business for 25 years. I've spoken on many stages, I've created tons of videos, yet (laughs) doing the entire process of a session through the presentation to the client in one day on a stage in a city that I'm not from with three little kids as clients and a quickly moving clock to get it all in (laughs) with a packed room of these photographers watching Oh my gosh, it was a little challenging. While it was a little hairy, scary to get everything set up on a narrow stage with someone else's lights, once I got going, I blocked everything out and I just did what I do. And while it was imperfect, it really was as perfect as it could be. (laughs) It was a perfect training day because It all happened, and that's, at the end of the day, what we want is to be able to create artwork that our clients want to buy and help them make the decision. So at the end of the day, we debriefed about what everyone's takeaways were, and it was fun to hear the feedback from both our new students and our more advanced students, and I thought you'd enjoy hearing some of these as well. I've also compiled some that I've gotten through emails since then, And then at the end, I have a super special treat that I promise will make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Hi, I'm Hildy Todrin, Crane Song Photography, and I started my business uh, in 2008, based here in Stamford, Connecticut. And I, um, similar takeaways to others, but in addition, I want to mention seeing you do that session in less than ideal conditions on a really small stage and yet getting a lot of variety and seeing the interaction and realizing we don't need a huge space and you don't even need the most gorgeous space. It's about the people and the relationships you're capturing. And also for me personally, it was really interesting to see how you navigated the older son who didn't have special needs, but just wasn't as mentally prepared for that setting. And you didn't panic. You just let him do his thing and waited till he met you at that equal place. Um, And it was really enlightening to see how that played out and how well that handled. And I think as a result of your 
lack of panic, the whole session went so well because it all just came together when it was supposed to. And, and it obviously wasn't a typical thing having 80 people watching. And it just was really, it was really inspiring. I'm Jean Lachey. I've been in business officially since 2008. And my biggest takeaway from summer camp was the way that Sarah interacted with her client during the session with mom and asking mom what she loved about her son, which made her kind of get a little emotional and cuddly, which was really great for relationship photos. And also the way that you walk through the ordering session and explained as you were showing the images, what you loved about the images and what made them special to kind of uh, lead the people to feeling uh, attached to those images. And I thought that was really, really great to see you in action doing that. Hi, I'm Stephanie Scott, and I've been in business for one year for the second time. And uh, let's see, it was so wonderful to see you in action on stage, Sarah. Um, so many takeaways, but I would say the top two uh, were during the in-person presentation where you started with your favorites. You just weren't afraid to kind of just lead them in that way. And I just think that it all kind of flowed really well after that. Um, also that the, it, the images weren't really edited before you put them in ProSelect. I thought that's super helpful because like I, I was spent so much time editing before I even put them into ProSelect and like that really can guide you into even what you want to edit, even if you did want to edit a few more before the actual you know presentation. So um, I think that those were uh, really big takeaways. And then also just how you really, um, again, kept saying all those things individually, which you liked about each kiddo. And it was just really neat to watch the whole process. So thank you. Hi, I'm Stacey Marshall-Amir. I have been in business for, well, officially since 2021. My takeaway was that I never thought about separating like the series of three and make, showing it large. And then whenever they decide they want to cut back, that you can show that in a smaller frame that was really awesome to just be able to I mean you wowed them with the whole three giant photos and then whenever they decided they couldn't quite do that you could show it in a smaller one series frame my name is Amanda Inch I've been in business for four years and I think my biggest takeaway was that you don't say the price out loud the total at the end, you don't, you don't say it out loud. And I just kind of, it was just a duh, aha for me, you know, like, of course not. Why would you need to? We already talked about it. It's right here. It's circled. You can look at it. So for me, I was like, yep, I'm taking that. <laughs> I'm doing that. I just want to jump in and add a little bit of clarification on that because you might be saying, what? She didn't tell them how much it costs. What I do is I go through the presentation. I have a whole system. I have 12 P's which are things that start with the letter P that need to happen in that one hour presentation. And I showed it to the students. And I think that's where so many takeaways came from because people were saying, wow, just the words you use and the language patterns are so powerful. But when I get to the end and I add it up, I don't just blurt out a giant number. I go sit next to them. I show them where I've written down what they ordered. And I, I say, here's your first one. Remember, that's the one of all the kids together, for example. And then I point over and I say, here's the price. And that's a framed piece of artwork. And then this next one, we talked about um, each boy, for example, and I would draw my finger over and I would say, 
these are large canvases, remember, that are going to go in your great room. So I'm explaining them and I'm creating value with each one. And then we get to the bottom and I say, this is your pre-tax total. And I just let it sit there and I see how they react if they're like, okay, cool. Or sometimes they say, oh gosh, that's more than I thought. And I say, hey, no problem. Let's let's talk about it and let me help you cut down to what your very favorites are. It's not a big deal at all. But I, I get a lot of feedback when students have watched smaller trainings on this in the past, but then for everybody to get to see it live was pretty powerful. I want to share a few more. Lainey Polzer shared that she liked the free flow posing, but also with the direction. She said, it's not like just chasing little kids at the park and hoping you get something. So she heard me paint the picture for them every step of the way. So I talk about what that artwork's gonna feel like in their home and how they're gonna feel about it in the future. And she also loved that if they need to downsize in order, that is okay. And like typical, the client ordered a very large order and I said, hey, if this is uncomfortable, let's cut it down a bit or however much you need to. And they ended up cutting it and then adding back. <laughs> and it was still a really large order, which was really fun. What Lainey said too, that was really powerful. She said, getting desperate for the sale stops me from hearing them and prioritizing their needs and wants. I hope you heard that because some of you might feel that same way. I'm going to say it again. She said, getting desperate for the sale stops me from hearing them and prioritizing their needs because we've done all this work and I get it. We're going into the presentation like, oh my gosh, I need an order. I have bills to pay. But if you're doing that, you're coming from a place of needership and not leadership. And I want you to focus on the client's needs and the order will unfold the last thing Lainey said was leading them down the path. So I'm helping them choose. I'm helping them cut. I'm helping them prioritize, but I'm listening to what they want and I'm not forcing my opinion on them at all. For Stephanie Pauly, she said, watching you do the photo session and realizing it doesn't have to be a sit down and pose this way session, that it runs more organically if you know in your head the images you need for your products. That was a big epiphany I heard from a lot of people. And what I did is I did the consultation with the client. We did the session. And then while Andrea was creating the presentation, I told everybody, here's my plan. Here's what, you know, based on what we photographed this morning, this is what we're going to offer to them. And so they saw that what I photographed in the morning was based on a plan. It just wasn't willy nilly. And she said during the in-person consultation, which is where I met with a client before the, the session, we had a video of that because I had to do that one on Zoom the week before. She said, I came to the realization that it is not as hard as I'd made it in my mind. That was my big point of having everybody watch this because if I can do it in a day and get a large order, they can do it over weeks. And it, it's so much easier than everyone makes it. Sue Keith mentioned that what she really loved was how I casually was leading the client throughout the presentation. And I explained when I presented three canvases, one of each boy, that these will be heirloom pieces that the boys will take with them into their adult lives. And I probably even said it might be a wedding gift or a first apartment gift or just a life gift for them. And she said her point was that I painted this beautifully layered value for the client 
while using economic language that describes both the gift is giving to the child with the meaning that the gift will continue to have for that child into adulthood and beyond. She said in all caps and bold, I thought that was very powerful. Wendy Adams, who has been in business formally for seven years, said, I learned so much. My biggest takeaway was your check-ins with the clients during the in-person presentation. And this is where I would show the images to the client. I would say, this is how I'm seeing them in this size and hung in this place. We showed it hanging in their home because we had photographed their home and then what so many students wrote down, they wrote down and loved how I said, how do you feel about that? Right? Say, how do you feel about that? How does that feel to you? Right? Like I want to give them my idea, but then I want to know their feedback because they may say, oh my gosh, I love, 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 love it. Or they may say, hmm, I don't know. In fact, the client did say in one hallway, they had this one little picture. It was probably a, maybe a five by seven framed in a much bigger hallway and it was hanging like really, really high. And so we presented three verticals hanging almost to the ground. And they said, hey, I have three little boys who are touching everything and rounding that corner and banging the wall. And it wasn't their favorite place. So that's where we were able to change and pivot from my original recommendations, which was fine. But I want to know how they feel. I literally and legitimately want to know. So I'm not just asking it for my own you know, benefit. I'm asking it to find out, do you like that idea? Or we can do a different idea. And I keep sharing things until they're like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. These are the ones I can't live without anything else. And then Casey Jobert, I loved this one. She said, a takeaway from camp that I just realized that you do is you photograph each kiddo with each parent. And she said, I've always photographed the kids with each parent, but like you, I didn't exist in photos as a child. She was the youngest of four. And she said, this was such a light bulb moment for me. Duh, you can't split up that photo between the kids. They need to be photographed with the parent. And that was just important to me because I didn't have a photo from my childhood with my mom and with my dad. You know, I wanted me with each of them. I didn't want even the three of us. I wanted just two of us in both of them. And so I love that that was her takeaway. A couple more things that we heard over and over is that you can still get a bigger order even if things don't go perfectly. The main goal is to serve the client. I love it. I also taught everybody before I went into the presentation, and that is that I'm committed but not attached. I'm committed to helping them take the action they need to take to make their decision because I've made it so easy for them, but I'm not attached to what it is. I may think, oh, if those were my children, this is what I would do, and I would do you know, a big one of each where their favorite is just a giant one of the family and then a series of small ones or whatever the case be. I'm just glad that they made a decision and they're going to have this artwork because if they go home without making a decision, they're not going to have it. And then you become the chasing pushy photographer that you don't want to be. A couple people really like my less is more approach with very few props and random chairs. Because we were driving to a different state, we didn't haul all of our gorgeous posing stools. We had one or two little things like a, a wood stump and a little poof, and then we filled in with their things. So we just had to kind of hide them with people and it worked out just fine. And I think the biggest thing that people said that watching the process allowed everyone to hear the phrases and the verbiage that I use 
that are absolute gold. People said they had pages and pages of notes. And truly, I think as you're listening to this podcast, it's so important for you to have a pen and paper and be writing down the phrases that I say, because I'm very particular about the words that I choose. You've heard me talk about how we're trying really hard to eliminate the word shoot from all of our vocabularies in my community and how we use words like invest instead of spend and so on. And so if you start taking notes and writing these words and phrases down, it's going to benefit you forever in your business. Look, being in a city where we'd never had an event, my team and I couldn't have been more thrilled and the feedback we got was amazing. I think it's cool because I have courses in how to do all of these things, but sometimes it's just cool to watch the process unfold. For sure, the consensus was overwhelming that everybody wants to do it again next summer and we'll see. (laughs) But anyway, I hope the feedback has inspired you to not keep making it so hard and just go for it. And I hope you can use some of my words as you create your own because they work. And now it's time for you to get to work. But before you go, I promised a special treat for you. In true summer camp fashion, there was so much bonding happening. And when you listen to this, I want you to think back to your summer camp experiences. And heck, if there weren't great ones, remind yourself of the lessons you learned and why you're a better person because of whatever happened at summer camp. But for those of you who had some magic memories, I hope this really brings you back there. Because two of my students, Sue Keith and Sherilyn Townsend, wrote a song and sang a little jingle for the Peak Performance Coaching family. This just puts an exclamation point on such an amazing couple days that we got to spend together bonding, laughing, having fun. And when they posted this video of the two of them playing their ukuleles and singing this song at summer camp, I got tears in my eyes and asked them if I could please play it here. And I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. photographer it's Sarah again with a quick question for you do you ever wonder why some photographers make $300 a session and others make 3000 I know I did so I dug deep into what's going on and I wrote a book for you called worth every penny you can get a free copy at joyofmarketing.com forward slash free book 
Inside this book, you'll learn four ways to price your photography and why there's just one pricing strategy that attracts the best clients. What to do when you need clients and why paying for ads doesn't work and what to do instead that's way cheaper. The do's and don'ts of social media, what most photographers are doing wrong that lowers their profits and what to do instead. I'm not sure there's a book on the planet that more photographers have read. 23,124 photographers have it already, so I want you to have it too. Grab your copy of the hardcover book free here. Just pay a little for shipping and handling at joyofmarketing.com forward slash free book.